my personality has probably changed like a ton since my skin has gotten better yep. mm-hmm. or just like my confidence I should say yep. your skin is the first thing everyone sees you know it so is it's your largest organ that's your baby <laughs> no one can see your beautiful inside organs hey this is the wellness essentials podcast we for short the we podcast is all things health and wellness a place where women like you can come to be their authentic selves and be a part of a community that supports them in their health journey and every stage of life. This is the podcast for engaging health and wellness entertainment with actionable steps you can take into your everyday life. No topic is off limits when it comes to health and women's lifestyle. Let's face it, being a woman comes with all sorts of fun. Hear real, raw conversations and teachings from experts and everyday women who have been in your shoes and get inspired to make things happen and have the tools to do so. This is the WE Podcast. So hello, everyone. Welcome to our We Wellness Essentials with Checkable Medical. My name is Melissa Brandt, and I'm the executive director overseeing the marketing, business, and operations for the company. And this is Laura Larson, who is our business project manager, who basically makes sure that all of our business and projects are in line. Today, we have an awesome topic to cover for those women out there who have a struggle, who look at each other, walk in the sidewalks, up and down the street, in and out of house parties, and wondering, what the heck do I do with my winter skincare routine when all elements are out of control, and how do I keep my skin from freaking out during this winter season? Here in North Dakota, the elements can wreak havoc on our skin. And how do we approach skincare when we just came out of the fall, out of the summer, our skin was looking great and glowing, and now all of a sudden it's dry and chapped and blotchy? Well, guess what? We have three beautiful ladies who are here in studio with us today to help us figure it out and not to let the freezing temperatures get us down. How do we keep our complexion plump? How do we know what tips, tricks, and services that are out there? Well, they're going to answer those all for us today. The skincare experts from Vanity Bar here in West Fargo are on the microphone, willing to answer all the questions that Laura and I have to throw at them. But before I turn it over to them, before they take over the world and tell you all the tricks and tips, basically... They are badass when it comes to beauty hacks. They're deadly when they're armed with face scrub, syringes, and knowledge when it comes down to customizing and offering treatments. Don't let their beauty tips and trips, as well as how they look and sound, fool you because they will let you know between Botox, facials, chemical peels, and more These guys will actually tell you from the chest up how to keep your poop in a group and looking good this winter. (laughs) So let me turn it over to these guys. Before I do, I got to give you a quick bio. You need to know who you're listening to because that is so, so, so vital in ways to tune in 
and listen to why we have experts coming in on the wellness essentials for Checkable Medical over your radio speakers today. First off is Amanda. She's a registered nurse. Don't let you fool ya. She's been that super nurse since 2006. After realizing art was lonely and she enjoyed one-on-one interactions with people. She was in the birthing center for 14 years. She did caring for moms and babies. Thank God. Cause geez, when I passed that 10 pound baby, that was awful. But I relied on people like her next to me. Then after the 14 years, she now is at Vanity Bar where human interactions are vital along with having a passion for skincare and building confidence in clients is the perfect fit for her. Next alongside of her is Casey. Casey, look out. She's not only beautiful, but she completed her associates in business administration and pursued her interior design as well. Then she decided to follow her forever dream of becoming an assistant. She has been working at the Vanity Bar for almost a year, and then she graduated from the Salon Professional Academy in February of 2021. She transitioned into being a skin specialist in March. Also, three asterisks, she is a bad bitch who enjoys creating the best Spotify playlist over a glass of wine. And we're going to feed her that after before... She leaves today's podcast. She needs to make a kick-ass checkable medical Spotify <laughs> playlist. Yes. Hello. And then last but not least is Mandy. Mandy, medical director. She has 17 years of nursing experience and graduated with her FNP. What the hell is FNP? <laughs> her previous experience includes women's health. I don't know this big word of care and vascular access. Not only is she smart, beautiful, and but soon will be a grandma, and we are calling it glamour. Anyway, before I turn it on to those guys, Laura, do you have anything else that you want to add? I'm just excited to talk to the experts and dive deep into how I can keep my skin happy this winter. Alrighty. So, Vanity Bar. I feel like we're on, like, the dating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number one, Amanda. I'm here. Before we ask you questions, was there anything that we left out on your amazing bio? Um, Yeah, but I liked yours way better than the (laughs) one I sent you. So I'm going to keep it and I'll have you forward it to me. And that will be my official bio from now on. Do you have a fun fact like that you whip out at parties? Like what's your fun fact? Ooh, no, let me think on it. I don't have a, that was too much pressure, Laura. (laughs) <laughs> I do. What that. is it? Whip it out. It. Can anything be said here? Yes. Anything. Anything. I have a third nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so you better clarify who that is for those listeners who are not being able to actually visually see you. Yes, this is Mandy. Nurse practitioner. Yes. FMP. Yep, this is Mandy. And I have three nipples. So I'm just saying that in front of everybody. So for those listeners out there who are not taking notes, uh, that was the medical director on the call. (laughs) Three nipples. Call her if you need something. Okay, how about you, Casey? Oh, gosh. I mean, mine's not as cool as that. I mean, my fun fact, like, maybe relating back to, like, how I got into aesthetics was I used to live in Australia, and my host mom um, was a cosmetologist and she let me work with her like on the days when I didn't have to watch her kids so that's kind of how I got like really into the like 
self-care aspect of things and yeah she just showed me how fun of an environment it is to be with women all day and I just loved it and I was like I can see myself doing that I mean that would be fun and here I am can you say anything with an Australian accent Ooh. oh yeah probably not that would be sexy oh it would be but not with like not like a it's like a Canadian North Dakota slash Australian accent and I just feel like I wouldn't do them any justice <laughs> Amanda, how many babies have you delivered? That's a fun fact. Yeah, like okay. me personally? Yes, you personally. Like the with your hands. Make it there? Mm-hmm. Um, more than 10. <laughs> That's a pretty fun fact, I think. Yeah, I've delivered a few babies. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thank you. That's 10 too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> Thank God for people like you in this world. Oh. Are you guys ready to dive deep into our hard-hitting questions? Yes. Well, let's do it. All right. Like you said, keep it English, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> not our so medical podcast school. is intended for the lay user, people that might not be so up to date on the medical terms or the ingredient terms. So be sure to share with them what those ingredients or those terms might mean. So today our discussion is all about winter skincare. In North Dakota, we deal a lot with winter wind, very cold temperatures, and very dry conditions. So can you tell us why it's different to treat your skin with a new type of care? Why you should treat your skin differently in the winter? We can, but can we start out talking about strengthening your skin so it's adaptable to all of the environments? Sure thing. Because I feel like that's the hard part with living here is because it is the extreme. Constant change. It's constant changes. And four different seasons. you're outside in the freezing cold wind and then you're inside and with a furnace. And mm-hmm. um, so the best route is kind of getting that skin, getting on a good skincare regimen where your skin is adaptable. And then going from there and making your small tweaks. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't necessarily, like, obviously, if they're not in the skincare world, they wouldn't know as much and like, But having, starting with a regimen is like your foundation for everything. Like you could come in and do all the facials you want every week. But if you're not taking home good products, if you're not doing your regimen, Mm -hmm. it's not going to really matter. Mm -hmm. Sadly. So that's like the basis for everything. A regimen is key. Mm -hmm. 80% of your skincare. So we all know that everybody has different skin types and Obviously, you want to go to a professional and figure out what you should be doing for your skin type. But for somebody who's just wanting to start something at home, what would you say that that like baseline regimen should be? Four steps, don't you think? GSR, getting skin ready, getting baby. Getting skin ready, cleanse, exfoliate, tone, and then you're like find a powerhouse moisturizer good, like a Zio Daily Power Defense. Yeah. That's got the hydrators, that's got a little bit of retinol, things like that. And that would be a good, I mean, if you're low maintenance, uh, you could start right there. Because the goal is skin barrier, a healthy skin barrier. And that's what you're building up to. And that it, you know, accelerated cell turn over time. And then we can move on to, yeah, things like. Facials are just the cherry on top after that. Exactly. Exactly. So we have our baseline skincare regimen. What are we going to do in the winter to kind of amp that up and give us some extra protection, some extra moisture? Uh, what are we needing to do to keep our skin looking and feeling good in the winter? What's your number one? Like mine's going to be exfoliation. My number one, oh, my skin does not adapt well to weather changes. 
it goes through it. I'm definitely more blemish prone. So it's going to be more as that season changes, it's going to be like very on top of like me getting my hydrofacials or like me getting dermaplanes and hydrofacials. And then slowly I incorporate a little bit more moisturizer. Yes. Exfoliating for sure to help with the cell turnover, um, to help with those clogged pores and anything that's kind of getting trapped in there. Yeah. And I just Um, feel like if I'm like, if I'm adding a moisturizer just because my skin is more dry because of running furnaces and mm -hmm. being in and outside of crazy North Dakota weather, if I'm just putting moisturizer on, I'm just moisturizing a layer of dead skin cells. If you're not regularly exfoliating and your skin's not absorbing what you're adding anyways. And that's the thing with the moisturizing. Sometimes if you feel like you're extra oily in the winter, um, some people do say they're like so, so, so oily, but they're also dry. And that's because your skin is overcompensating from the lack of moisture that you're actually retaining. So your skin is producing more oil. Therefore, you feel oilier. So you just need to get past that congestion phase. Definitely be on a good regimen, maybe a couple facials in there. And then sometimes if you are a little more on the dry side, you could add a little bit of a thicker moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I have to do that sometimes. Yeah. Or like small little switches. Like yeah, I switch my toner tweaks. in the winter a lot yeah. of times. Like I go from a more of like an alpha hydroxy or an AHA to a more of a calming toner. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a great idea to overhaul your entire regimen. No, I would just say tiny baby tweaks here and there. If you're changing your entire regimen, then you're going to see purging plus the added effect of the season changing. So you're going to go through it and it's not going to be fun. Yeah. And it's and probably it, not even necessary. Well, I feel, yeah, if you're, if you have to overhaul your entire regimen, you maybe weren't on the right one for yourself in the first place. Yeah. hundred percent. I would say that too. So ladies, as we are having a conversation about how all of our skin types are different, if one listener does not want to overhaul their entire skin routine and regimen, What's one ingredient for the winter that they should actually have in their routine? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Bandy, you've been quiet over here. I have you been. I've been lead? letting you guys battle it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I would say a good moisturizer. You know, with the winter months, it gets very dry. Um you have a little bit more humidity in the summertime and that shows in a lot of faces, but the winter months, I would say a good moisturizer, like a, like hydrating cream. Zio has a hydrating cream. That's really great and good for all skin types too. So mm-hmm. that's what I would say if you want to change one thing or add one thing. And you could even just use that at nighttime, right? And yep. just let it really soak in. Mm-hmm. And then in the daytime, use something light or your daily power cleanse, which is moisturizing and you're fine. Are all moisturizers treated equally? Heck no. no. So how do you know what what is a good moisturizer? Well, you either know a lot about skincare or you have a really good esthetician and injector that knows your skin and you are seeing them regularly. So we can kind of tweak your regimen for you. Good to know. I don't like to read labels, nor are they in English. You don't spend a Friday night reading skincare (laughs) ingredients. No. You just phone a friend or text a friend, right? That's right. There you go. Are there any ingredients in specific that you look for in your products or recommend, like a glycolic acid or a lactic acid or a retinol, anything like that that you think is important to have included in that routine? I love a hyaluronic acid because I run dry all seasons. I run on the drier side 
And I get mine in my SPF because that's another thing that we haven't hit on yet. But SPF is almost as important in the winter as it is in the summer. And a way to get that in is finding an SPF that you kind of make work for you. Like it has some ingredients that help your skin and make your skin look better because then you're going to be more compliant. Like Mm -hmm. if I have just an over-the-counter Neutrogena sunscreen, that's probably kind of greasy and my makeup doesn't stick to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably going to easily skip that step if I'm in a hurry. I want to hear from each of you guys what your favorite sunscreen is because everybody has like their favorite. So one by one, tell me what your favorite sunscreen is. We could probably all say it on three. No, actually. No, no, it isn't. No. No. Is ours the same? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Super Goop Glow Screen for Casey and I every single day. Every day. Yep. Is that all three of you? No. No? I really, well, typically I use the CC screen by Supergoop. And then I also like um, Zio's sheer screen. There we go. The sheer screen by Zio is the one that I, I really like. I think it has really good coverage. I love it. Glow screen is great too, though. Supergoop yeah. has awesome SPF. Supergoop is awesome. I personally use the glow screen. And since I've been using that, I like barely wear makeup because it diffuses it well enough and gives you that nice glow. So I'm a big fan of the glow screen. Right? Mm-hmm. And then with the days that you do decide to wear makeup, it's a primer It's as like well. a primer. You got a little moisturizing. It. Well, okay. Hydrating. Hydrating. I think there's a difference between That's moisturizing and hydrating. Yep. So hyaluronic acid is a water base. So it's going to help with your skin's water barrier. So it's locking in that hydration rather than moisturizing, which sometimes can have more of like an oil based and can feel thicker. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Thank you for the English. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice word. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So why is skincare worth the investment, ladies? Why should people call a friend, go into an establishment like the Vanity Bar, and seek out skincare? It's your largest organ. That's your baby. (laughs) And that's what everyone sees. No one can see your beautiful inside organs. Right. 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 Your skin is the first thing everyone sees, you know? It is. And and you have it forever, obviously. So It is. And beyond, like, superficial reasons, I just think... That is the first thing you see, of course. And when you feel good about that, like, you do good. You're out there and you're more comfortable and your focus is elsewhere. Why invest in it? Because you're not going to find probably products that are going to make your skin glow and look great at Target. Or you go to Sephora and if you know what you're doing and you're looking at the shelf among shelf among shelf. It's overwhelming. But it is, I mean, for me, yeah, it was overwhelming. Still, it's like there's gorgeous marketing like I just want to pick up all those pretty bottles for sure mm-hmm. or like following someone on Instagram like, yeah what works for someone else obviously I mean works for them but it's not gonna not everyone that, yeah. yeah I I think I'm a living testament of like the self-esteem factor with it yes you know my personality has probably changed like a ton since my skin has gotten better yeah mm-hmm. or just like my confidence I should say yeah. and finding just a unique customized regimen for yourself yeah 100% I know in my experience I mean when you're not seeing a professional 
You're not making that investment to go see a professional. You're spending all this money on products that you use a couple times and find out you like hate anyway. If you just like don't go all by those cheap, cheesy products from CVS or Target and actually visit your professional, like, yeah, you're paying a little more upfront to see a professional and then you're paying more for quality products, but you're going to find something that you're actually going to use and is actually going to make a difference. So that's my plug for making that investment to not only see a skincare professional, but also invest in top of the line products. Because even though the sticker shock may shock you at first with some of the products, it's absolutely worth it. And they're going to last you longer and you're going to find better results. It's a long-term investment, like totally long-term investment. It's not just going to be like a band-aid with some products. You're like, Oh, this is great. And then a couple months in, you're like, it's not working anymore. Well, yeah, like Laura hit on, I'm sure we all have that drawer, which is like the graveyard. The junkyard, the black hole of products. Yeah, and add the money up in that drawer or graveyard. Bad, bad, bad. (laughs) But it's hard if you don't know exactly, you know, your skin type or have someone helping you to And it is hard. This is what you need. It's so hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's why we're here. The team at Checkable Medical is famously fussy about what goes into their bodies. Optimal health at every stage and every age is key to living a life you love. Choose better supplements with superior ingredients in simple, easy-to-absorb formats that fit into your daily life. Feel your best with Checkable Wellness. If you're ready to get started, check out checkablewellness.com for more details. Your healthcare begins at home. I believe in uh, supporting businesses like yours because I look at skincare and my face um, as my business card. Um, I think first impressions are very important, both personally as well as in the business field. And I rely on experts like you to guide me. So I think it's really important from my standpoint uh, to invest in that and your skincare and you know, when you're 80 years old or 90 years old, I don't want Laura to be tripping over my saddlebags behind me. So uh, thank you guys for uh, helping me look good every day. <laughs> so we just touched on products a little bit, but you guys are a service-based uh, industry and you guys have quite a few very technical services as well as like facials and stuff. What are some of the services that you recommend to somebody just getting started out in a skincare regimen that are not facial related? Either or, like maybe somebody's coming in and has never seen a professional. Maybe they do X or if there's somebody looking to up their game, what's like the new trend in the field that you would recommend? I know we always kind of start with like asking what products they're using. Mm -hmm. See where they're at there. If they're like just fresh or if they're wanting to start new products, we like to start them there, give them, you know, a couple weeks to see how things are going and then kind of ease them into, well, depending if they want to get facials or if they want to get injectables or like the more in-depth things that you guys do. Yeah, I would say hydrofacials are absolutely great for somebody that's never done anything before. If they're just walking into a spa for the first time and they don't know what to do. Um, It's not quite so intimidating and it's kind of in between that facial and something that's going to give you a little bit of results. Mm -hmm. So hydrofacial is great where we 
cleanse, exfoliate, do a mild peel, and suck all the gunk out of your pores. Extract, extract, mm-hmm. and then seal you up. And, and then those even, I mean, when you move on to the, like, the more clinical services, like the injectables or the peels or the microneedling, you know, those are more of a treatment. And then something like a hydrofacial, the dermal planes, things like that are more of your maintenance. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, when you get to where you want, like, if you, if you do have, you know, concerns with, hyperpigmentation or acne, um, things like that, that you really want to address, then maybe you go more of the clinical route. But then when we get you to where you are happy with your skin, you want to maintain. So monthly Mm -hmm. esthetician visits, you know, the hydrofacials, the dermoplanes, things like that can kind of help maintain that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know when I went through that journey let's call it a journey because it was a journey oh my god can I tell you about Casey's first day of her journey I made her take pictures because I knew that she was gonna like the end of the journey yep and she's crying in her pictures because she did not want to be taking pictures without makeup (laughs) yeah I was so embarrassed I had terrible hormonal acne like clusters like cystic they were big and really like it really really knocked my self-confidence down and I know they were just like I was like I just want to take Accutane right now and like be done be done with this and they were like no like let's start here start you with a regimen we'll start with some hydrofacials and then move up to a peel and then some hydrofacials in between and we'll see where you're at and I think like what everyone should know is that when you come in everything is so customizable to your needs we're always going to give you you know the best advice the best route for you. Um, hydrofacials themselves are so customizable. So yeah, we're always on your time. But yeah, your care plan, Melissa and Laura, is not going to look like Mandy's care plan. <clears throat> Everybody's different. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. So you lived. You're not traumatized. You're not seeing counseling. You're okay, and you're beautiful, right? I'm so okay, <laughs> and I love to be like. I love when people come in and they're like, "Oh man, like I'm so struggling." I'm like, "Do you want to see my before and after? <laughs> Let me show you, honey. Like I will show you what I went through because I am living proof of life." See, nobody's alone. That's great. You're your own billboard. So we have a lot of listeners, and our target customer and client, our friends, our mothers, right? So as a pregnant woman, how does she approach good winter skincare? I know it's a little different, right? You got to make sure as a new mom or another mom, right? Maybe it's your second or third. What kind of routine should she look into for winter skincare? So services are going to be more limited. So really making sure that you have that great, consistent at-home routine is going to be so important. So you can still be doing the cleansing, exfoliating, toning. You're going to pull the retinol out of your regimen. But things like vitamin C, um, glycolic acid, you know, those chemical exfoliants are still fine. If you're struggling with acne, we can hook you up with a benzoyl peroxide that's safe during pregnancy salicylic acid, less than 2%. Um, these are all ACOG approved, which is the governing board of um, medical providers during pregnancy, like labor and delivery. We keep coming back to that, but that's another great reason to have kind of a relationship or an expert helping you yeah. guide you through those and which products are best for you. Then you don't have to sit and question it. Like, right. is this okay? Is it not okay? Right. And then service-wise, just keeping up on those dermaplanes and like, a facial, mm-hmm. just a facial where you're getting your 
natural ingredient masks, exfoliation, things yeah. like that. And your esthetician is watching because your skin definitely changes with hormones um, during pregnancy. So it's not going to be probably what your baseline is. So having a consistent appointment for your esthetician to help you guide you through that process and assess your skin and see if there are tweaks that need to be made or products that you could benefit from. So as being someone who's never had a child myself, what could women who are pregnant? Or you're glowing, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a baby glow, trust me. Um, <laughs> but wondering, just like for people that are maybe thinking about becoming pregnant, like what can they expect from their skin during pregnancy and post-pregnancy? Because I know a lot of people, like like you said, with that hormonal change, they're looking at some major changes. What should they be seeing or expecting and what can they do about it? I don't think you can ever really expect something in particular to happen when you're pregnant. Everybody is so different. Uh, even from each pregnancy. Right. Like for the same person. Yeah. There's yeah. no good expectations. You'll hear, you know, people have a pregnancy glow where they're nice and hydrated. And then you'll, you know, like people like me where I had horrible cystic acne, like all over my face. So I don't think there's really anything that you can expect with pregnancy. Everybody is really different. And like Amanda said, just having a relationship with your provider or your esthetician to make changes to your skincare regimen that are safe for pregnancy is the best thing you can do. Melasma is a huge one. So again, even though you're pregnant, SPF. Yeah. And really when you're pregnant or breastfeeding, you know, besides the SPF and avoiding heat, you have to wait till you're pregnant or done breastfeeding to kind of go back into those bleaching agents for your skin mm -hmm. or some of those medical procedures. Yeah. And so like also for people who don't know what melasma is, it's just hyperpigmentation, <laughs> dark Good spots. Job. A lot of see, a lot of women see it on like that upper lip area. Yeah. They're just dark brown spots that can look like sunspots, but we'll take care of it. There <laughs> are ways to get rid of it. Yeah. Not completely heal it or not completely cure it, but definitely ways Lighten to... It hopefully lighten it for you so when we talk about winter comes the holidays right and comes with family photos christmas cards and then you layer on the word peel the capital p word like the dreaded peel whenever someone says peel they're like oh my god i don't want to get a peel I need to take a look. Who are these people hey, you're talking to? They're crazy. Are you talking about us? No. Wait, that was the only reason I wanted summer to be over. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a stigma out there. So, question for you, ladies. Yeah. With all this and the holidays and winter, how do you time your treatments appropriately so you look your best and look like Laura, where you have your glowing skin for your photos? Right. Well, all of them kind of come with their own downtime. Um, if we want to go back to the peels, this is the best season to get a peel because mm -hmm. it's kind of like lake season's winding down. You're not in that direct, bright, hot sun as much. Big results, about seven days of downtime at the most. So if you're looking for timing, that's a good one. Yeah. No, typically you're not going to have that whole seven days where you cannot... No show your face to anybody because it's peeling. Typically it's yeah. going to be just days two and three. So if you do like a Wednesday night or a Thursday, usually that works really well. So you peel over the weekend and then you go back to work Monday and you're kind of presentable. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that's my, like I procrastinated and I have pictures next week. Like I have time to do a quick peel where yeah. 
some of your procedures that are great, like the skin pen, the microneedling, things like that, that's going to be, I mean, you're going to see your best results in a month. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're looking at injectables, I would say a minimum of two weeks before photos or before a big event, in case you do have a little bit of bruising Mm -hmm. and for things to calm down. If you really, really want to get through a peel, like extra super speedy, Amanda just did her VI peel, but she added on a dermaplane. Yep, beforehand. Dermaplane beforehand. And then you did a ZO. Did you do a complexion renewal? I did an oil control. Oil control. Mm -hmm. And then went through the peel procedure. And she peeled even quicker. What would you say you were like? I was done by day five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you saved a couple days. Yeah. A true Annie Bar life hack there. <laughs> a little life hack. Yeah, if you want to peel even quicker. Get a German plane right beforehand. Yeah, it's a little spicy, <laughs> but like it's so fast. It's so fast. In and out in probably 20 minutes. And then another one, kind of looking for big results in a short time with little downtime. We have a hydroneedle procedure too that I feel like has been really popular. And it's, it's a really good event, pre-event or pre-photos. <laughs> And what that is, is we make a little bit of a cocktail of Botox and hyaluronic acid, which is one of those key ingredients for winter for plumping. And we kind of just stamp that really superficially in the skin. And that, I think we've all seen really good results it's with amazing. that. It's kind of like putting a filter, a real life filter on. It's beautiful. Yep. It's and those beautiful. results, I'd say, are within the week that you see those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if stamping is the word when you stamp my face. <laughs> like it was spicier than a stamp. It's worth it. That's because you're impatient and you never let the numbing sit on long enough. You're like, okay, I gotta go. Let's no, no gain. Come on, let's get this done. I okay, love the forehead. The forehead. The forehead spicy. The rest is not so bad. We're just kissing your forehead with little. Gold okay, so it needles. is little needles. It's not just a stamp. As Melissa pointed out, which is nice. That's realistic expectations. Thank you. I'm so glad you mentioned that service because that is really one that I love that you guys offer. Okay, so I am a skincare junkie. I always like to know like what's new, what's fresh, what's coming up, what new services are like coming around the bend. Can you guys share with us any like new and emerging services or technology that we should be like looking forward to? Oh, oh no. Amanda looks at me right I'm away. Just, I'm just going to sit back in my chair. It's nice, but wait, before you acknowledge this, Laura and I need to have VIP access to whatever service you're going to say first, okay? Inside We've already phone, started yeah. a waiting list. <laughs> as long as it's not the V-shot, I won't be first in line for that. Oh, I'll, I'll be the <laughs> Melissa, you are on the waiting list. Laura, I can put you on our waiting list also because... The more names we have on our waiting list, the sooner we're getting this technology. So I'm in. One thing that is really big right now is radio frequency. So radio frequency microneedling uses more of like heat and frequency to help tighten the skin. So downtime is a little bit faster or a little bit less than it would be with skin pen. And your results are more quick. So you're going to have more results with each session with this. I don't know if we really want to talk about the next one. Do we want to wait and let that be a surprise? What it's going to do anyway would be like help with contouring different areas. So helping contour, say like jowls or the fat underneath the chin. The gobbler. 
the gobbler. Broth. Yep. Yep. Kind of help taking care of some of that and tightening it up a little bit. So that means you need to have a have to have us back for a part two. Right. (laughs) We can do that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I like that word contouring. I'm in. Right. Right. I mean, it has me intrigued. Yep, it can help with some active acne breakouts too. Ooh. Yes. Look out. Mm-hmm. Now there's a couple of cliffhangers. We better uh, <laughs> see the deal here. <laughs> we are talking about skincare, which is on the inside, but there is a saying like from the inside out. Um, what do you recommend that we can do either through things we put in our bodies to help with our skincare? Water. Skin, honestly, if you want to really get into it, starts from within. Gut health is huge. You've got to be putting good foods into your body. Yes, like Mandy said, water is huge. Um, our body is made up of a lot of water. So you got to constantly be rehydrating that, especially in the winter when you're feeling more dry. You, I mean, at all times. You need Holiday water in your parties, body. Holiday parties when we're, when we're, we're not dehydrating ourselves. Yeah, a little bender maybe on the holidays. <laughs> get a little extra water in you but yeah gut health is huge a lot of things that can um, be coming to the surface can potentially be gut related not always but for some cases that's big water is huge 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 or even watching what you eat you know some people will tell me that they break out whenever they eat cheese or they break out whenever they eat a certain sugar sugar yeah dairy gluten yeah yeah exactly there isn't a lot of evidence out there that food affects like acne specifically but i sure hear a lot of people that see it with specific foods it's so hard because skin is so 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 different for everyone so i could be experiencing the same problems as you know my best friend or the next person that comes in to see me but it could be it's probably completely unrelated from why we're getting it or where we're getting it from blah 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 i know i try to put in you know like good foods into my body lots of greens of course, I still like to, you know, have good unhealthy foods. It's not necessary. Love a little sugar here and there. Love a little greasy fast food. Holidays, we're putting all that great food into our bodies. But um, I've never eaten so terrible in my life as of right now. And I have the best skin of my life. So, <laughs> so yeah, and see, that's a perfect example of that. That is so different for so everyone. So my skincare made a huge difference. Yeah, no, it could be so, so different for everyone. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Some people can eat loads of sugar and their skin is great. Right. And that's so fine, yeah. but I know I'm not, not one of them. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like being aware. Yep. Just being aware of, you know, maybe if you see a little flare up, be like, oh, what was I? What was I doing? What was I eating? Was I taking care of my skin? Was I doing my regimen? Things We're like that. starting a diary with it. Yeah. Especially acne. Depends a lot upon your menstrual cycle and what you're eating. So even starting a diary, if you're having a lot of issues with acne. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I love having all three of you ladies on the podcast because it's a perfect example on how life happens and all of you experience life differently. Your skin adapts differently. It adjusts differently. It speaks out differently. So, you know, for closing for the podcast today, where can listeners find more about you? Can you talk a little bit more about the Vanity Bar, where you're located, um, the inside scoop of where you guys all have your inner secrets? 
Can you share a little bit more with our um, listeners? <laughs> well, don't look at my Instagram because it's terrible, but the Vanity Bar's Instagram overall is awesome. But. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of where we put our inf- most of our information in the quickest way yes. if you're on Instagram is to follow at the Vanity Bar. We're located in West Fargo, right off of 32nd in Veterans. We're just kind of west of that catchwise there. Right We're on street. Facebook and then thevanitybar.com, which was kind of a revamped website recently. And we added the virtual consult tool, which is really cool. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I kind of want that, but I I need a little guidance, but I'm not ready to make the jump and like go in in person. Um you can go on there too. And you, there's, it's really easy. You fill out a form and send a picture and ask your questions. And then we can FaceTime you if you want. Yeah. If you're, you know, like yeah. from out West or right. far away. Or you we do virtually. And or literally South. anywhere. Yeah. If you're anywhere, you can just set up a little <laughs> consult with us. We can FaceTime you and yeah, we're always here to chat. Or if you're a little more old school, call or text. We're very responsive to our texts. Pretty much any platform you can reach us at. We'll, we'll listen. Yeah, we will. Listen. Yeah, we're very responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send a pigeon. Drop some mail at our door. <laughs> we right? <all> don't actually <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, looking your best is important, but it's more than that. Um, as women, like we talked about today, it's knowing what absolute confidence, um, what we're putting in our body, but also what looks like on our face. And like I said, it's my business card. It makes me feel confident as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a coworker, as a friend. It's really important. And it's your greeting. And confidence is vital, vital. And I love the Vanity Bar for that. These three ladies, as you can hear today, as well as Laura and myself um, and their services, it's awesome to have partners like that in the community to can basically confide in for our winter skin needs as well as everyday uh, call a friend, phone a friend, send a pigeon for what these guys just said. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't we? Don't like birds. Nobody is alone in terms of uh, the battles that we have for our beauty regiments. So really, last but not least, subscribe to our podcast. Sign up for our newsletter at Checkable Medical. We have guests that are incredible, like these three ladies today, tell you the inside and outs, the beauty secrets, and uh, to keep everybody healthy and beautiful is what we do. So thank you, guys. Any any last closing remarks uh, from the Vanity Bar? And again, we will have you back for part two, part two. on uh, the secrets of the Vanity Bar. But anything else from you, ladies? Well, thanks so much for having us on. Yeah. It was so much we fun. Love it. We so love it. And I feel like this is us, like our jam at the Vanity Bar. We, oh, yeah. We're pretty informal. Like the space we talked about earlier is really cute. Yeah. But we're not. I mean, we're not like. We're not. We no ex- we're, we're cute. We're, but we have no expectations. We're so cute. Like, and we're hilarious. Most of also. our patients come in in their workout clothes. I mean, yeah. just come in. Come in. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. We're here to make you feel comfortable. Not like you have to be a certain type of way to be in the Vanity Bar. Like, or just we're always you on your side. Yeah. Your team. And you want to start small, that's fine too. Yeah. I mean, we're your biggest cheerleaders in any area. We want to yeah. see all of you. Aww. That's awesome. Well, thank you. If you, uh, the guests out there, have enjoyed today's podcast and episode, please take a minute to review and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe so you can keep up with our podcast, Wellness Essentials, to help optimize your health and 
Check out uh, thevanitybar.com to learn more about these three lovely women as well as additional services and uh, phone a friend. Like they said, reach out to them. They are human. They are real and they're approachable and they're, they're absolutely wonderful. So thank you everyone for your time today and uh, stay beautiful. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the We Podcast as much as us. If you want more wellness goodies, head over to the wellnessessentialspodcast.com for show notes, links, and resources mentioned in today's podcast. Remember to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get all the wellness details as soon as they are released. Cheers to living your healthiest and happiest life.